0: welcome to sports shop talk i'm your host emmanuel vincent and what a game we had in the nfc wild card between the panthers and saints i will actually be discussing that game with one of my homies coming up later on in this episode but first i just want to share my thoughts and opinion on the whole drama that is going on in new england between belichick Kraft, and brady so sports shop talk episode two let's go Well, unless you've been living under a rock since Friday, you already know about the reported tension within the Patriots organization between owner Bob Kraft, head coach Bill Belichick, and franchise quarterback Tom Brady. Uh, But if you didn't know, let me just give you a quick rundown. Um, A story broke out by ESPN senior writer Seth Wickersham that goes into great detail About the tension between all those parties mentioned. Where essentially Bill Belichick had a vision. And that vision was. Tom Brady would be relieved of his duties as quarterback. Sooner rather than later. And then the franchise would be handed over to one Jimmy Garoppolo. That was his vision. And within the first time. um, Owner Bob Kraft denied. Um, Belichick to do what is best for the team going long term. He stopped a football decision and essentially informed him that Tom Brady will be there to stay in the foreseeable future and that Jimmy G must be traded. Um, That essentially led to Jimmy G being traded to the San Francisco 49ers for a second rounder uh, in which he's worth so much more than that. It's worth so much more than a bag of skittles. Um, evidence of that has been shown within the last few weeks. Where he has led um, the 49ers to an impressive um, stretch of football. W- way more than they ever did. Than they had the season. Because they were pretty goddamn awful. But he did that. Um, yeah, so back to that article though. Um, it's just... Reading that just made me think, damn, that the era of the Patriots, the dynasty, really might be over. I mean, since 2002, they have dominated the AFC East and reigned supreme, essentially, in the AFC. And to mention, five Super Bowls in seven trips is pretty damn impressive. So, yeah, it's just kind of shocking to me. Um, But I honestly. Um, I feel like if I had to pick a side between Belichick and Brady, I'm essentially really going to have to side with Bill Belichick. He is the coach, and he always thinks ahead, and he knows that Tom Brady, although is arguably the greatest quarterback ever, is 40 years old, and quarterbacks don't tend to play at a high level um, once they hit the age of 40. So the fact that Brady is even in the isn't even in the MVP discussion is amazing. He most likely is going to win that award. Um, So that's just amazing. But realistically, how long can he really play at a high level after this season? Wait, maybe half of next season or miraculously all of next season? After that, I think that he is going to be done as Tom Brady as we know it. And I think that Bill Belichick actually knows that. And he had a quarterback who he groomed for several years. He groomed for several years so that he can fill in and essentially the Patriots wouldn't necessarily miss a beat. Um, they would still be competitive within the NFC and essentially be championship contenders still. Um, that was his vision and he was denied the rights to that. And I was just, uh, I can't say I'm necessarily shocked because... We all know about the um, bond that the owner um, and Tom Brady have. Bob Kraft and Tom Brady are pretty tight. Um, they are more outgoing. Um, they're more like celebrities as opposed to Bill Belichick. So they their personalities tend to mesh well together. They're very, very, very close. Um, but I just think in this case that it is essentially bad for business um, that um Belichick really shouldn't have been denied what he wanted to do um, and now that puts the, the franchise in jeopardy because it's very well um very well that Belichick can decide you know what I'm done I gave I gave my all to this franchise and they won't let me do what's best in the interest for this team for the foreseeable future. I'm out and he can go retire or he can go to another team such as I don't know the Giants. So I just felt like it was um, not really a good um, move on our part, um, the Patriots that being. But we'll see. Who knows? And getting back to the whole Brady and Belichick uh, relationship, this is no different than relationships that we have throughout our everyday lives, whether it be with um, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, boss, coworker. Um, that just sometimes there just comes a point when the duration of a relationship can essentially take its toll on one. And then it is in the interest of both parties that you go your separate race. Um, these guys have been together um, for damn near 17 years. Um, so there's no way that they don't have their um, essentially clashes on football matters. Um, so... It could be very well that it would be in the best interest of both parties if they were to go their separate ways. And again, that could have been one of the motives as well as to why Bill Belichick wanted to have Jimmy G take over sooner rather than later. Um, But Kraft said, nah, he's not having it. And here we are now. Um, Another theory I have, too. Um, as I kind of test based on this earlier, um, I kind of compare this to the mindset, um, Bill Belichick being, I compare that to the mindset of one Kobe Bryant. Um, Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest players of all time, um, still to this day has his greatness questioned. All because he won um, three of his five championships with Shaquille O'Neal, arguably the most dominating player um, that the league has ever seen. And essentially what Kobe wanted to do was prove that he, in fact, can win championships without uh, the services of the diesel. Um, And he was um, just fixated on proving um, the naysayers wrong. Um, And when he was given that chance, he was able to do so. Um, And if that, in fact, did not happen, um Kobe Bryant's legacy very well could have been different. Um so I look at that, um just like Bill Belichick in the sense that if he was to win one championship, just one with Jimmy Garoppolo instead of Tom Brady. Oh man, all those people who say that oh he needed uh Belichick. I, I mean, he needed Brady um to win all those championships. His career is um is success rather is primarily due to having Tom Brady. He would essentially would have quieted all those critics um, with winning just one championship, in my opinion, um, without Tom Brady. Um, and that's just that's normal. Um, people who are in um, these type of environments are competitive and they want to prove that um, their greatness, and they feel like it shouldn't be questioned. So. Hey, if he wanted to do that, I am all for it. They have essentially have won so much, um, and if he wants to prove that, he is in the position to do that. And he is in the position to do what is best for the team that he sees fit. Um, on my, on my um, opinion, that you cannot question the greatness of one Bill Belichick. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to have to see how this is going to turn out um okay so let's uh switch gears here and we will get into the interview with my homie jeff um, real good dude um well again we're going to be talking about the uh, nfc uh Card round um and essentially especially that game that just happened between the panthers and saints it was crazy um so i want to get his thoughts on that so without further ado here it comes
1: yo jeff what's good man what's going on what's going on
0: not much not much not much so i'm glad that you can actually uh make it to this second episode i had ace on last week uh it was, was kind of cool on my uh first time doing a podcast um but I, I really forgot about the whole podcast that you have going on T- tell me a little bit about that because I, I really want to know more about it
1: oh yeah so yeah um i'm part of the the Chronicles podcast. It's the Chronic okay. the Chronicles. So it's C H R O N dot I dot C L E S. It's me and my two other co-hosts, V and Jazz. And uh and I'm Dispaying in that podcast. So uh we're prominent we, we do a lot of like urban like topics, music. Uh, we're gonna try to do sports going forward as well. We do a lot of like music, um, social media topics and You know, we revolve around like different, you know, stuff that's going on in our world that's like we either make it fun of or we just educating people about. So we pretty much do it for the culture. Like everybody says, they do it for the culture, but we really, I think we really do it for the culture. So, you know, shout out to host. All right. All right. That's
0: dope, man. So how was that? How's the whole process? Was that your first podcast that you like ever really done
1: before? Or, I mean, I mean, it started, it started with just, you know, asking around to see if anybody wants to listen to me talk shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, it's cool. Like every, some people said they would. And, you know, I ran with it, you know, found found the right people who could, who want to ride the wave with me. And, you know, it's, it was, it's, we've been able to make it work. And we went through a whole year. We were done about like 26, 27 episodes. So
0: we, oh, we're nice.
1: going to definitely come out with more bangers this this year for everybody. And, we're gonna have a lot in store for everybody else too. So, well, uh, I'm gonna get you on the episode in one of these episodes too, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, not worry, man. That'll be great exposure for me. It's my first podcast I'm doing. Uh, I'm just getting the hang of it. It's, it's pretty dope, man.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I remember. I remember when you did the YouTube for the 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 shop, the shop talk last time on the YouTube, and it was, I, I like I like the concept. I like it. I was mad that it stopped, but.
0: Yeah, yeah, so actually, I was talking to Ace about that a little bit last week before we recorded. I said, yo, would you ever want to possibly do that again? I'm down for it now because I feel like I can um, do that now because I know how to, how it works, what to avoid, how to make it be successful and so forth. I always wanted to do this podcast after that and then with the with the um, attempt of getting that started off this podcast. So I'm definitely trying to do something like that really, really soon. Where? Uh, just trying to get a pop and everything, man. But, y'all, so let, let's talk a little bit about um, the NFC Wild card, um weekend. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about the AFC. It shit was garbage. You can agree, right? <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the AFC, I mean, the AFC is a funny place, man. Like, I, I, I see, I saw the matchups, and, you know, obviously I was surprised, like, Kansas City, like, really, like, let up that lead and, you know, lost to Tennessee, but I mean, anything is possible in the NFC, in the AFC or any playoff scenario, but um, it is weak, you know, you know who the, the predominantly dominant teams in that conference is and you know who's always going to make it to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, I say unfortunately, mm-hmm. because I feel like as long as you know, in I mean, it's great, you know, for those who are Patriot fans, they love seeing that but it sucks because when you're trying to see a, a sport grow, and you see the same team win every single year or always there every single year, you're like, how's this? Like, the NBA is starting to do that right now, but I think they're, they're finally, you know, these other teams are finally, finally finally getting that balance to figure out ways to beat the Cavaliers and Golden State, although that might be the same, you know, result at the end. They make it more competitive. But in the NFL, it seems like the AFC is just not competitive enough, and the Patriots just run through the whole shit. So you can't yeah. get mad at that because it's, you know that's how they built their team for 17 years, but it's like, damn! Like you're watching the same shit every season. You're like, this is it. for me. Look outside, looking in. Being a NFL fan, I'm like, I'm bored. You know, <laughs> just, just just fast forward that shit. But the NFC playoffs is it's it's highly competitive and it's fun and two great exactly. games. Two, two great games. Like you know, Atlanta held it down against the Rams. Um, I, I expected them to win that game, so. That was a good game.
0: Yeah, it was a good game. But yeah, let, let, let's talk about the more recent game Panthers, Saints. Saints win 31 26. Cam Newton is going home. Saints advance. Um, I thought Kim did pretty well today. Two for two touchdowns, uh, 349 yards, 24 40. What grade would you give Kim's performance today?
1: All right. I what mean, with, with Camp, Cam Newton, I definitely give him like a B. Um, okay. It would have been a B plus if, you know, you know, he didn't take, make, make those bad decisions. Like there were some throws that were, you know, off and at when he needed to make the throws and when they, and he, he cost the team a few, uh, uh 10, 10, 10, seconds plus a down with the intentional grounding. so, I mean, I, I mean, it's not all his fault. His offensive line bailed on him. They didn't do anything to help him today, but I give him a B like You know, know, at the end of the day, Cam Newton's a competitor, man. Like, people don't – I think he's a different type of quarterback. Everybody tries to compare, you know, other quarterbacks to, like, Aaron Rodgers, Breeze, and Brady and stuff. But, you know, you can't do that because this guy's a freaking nature. Like, he's going to probably end up being the first quarterback and probably the only quarterback in in history to get 100 rushing touchdowns and and over – obviously over 100, you know, passing touchdowns. Like, that's not – that's unheard of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in this in this NFL, it's on her. We have we seen Michael Vick. You know what I'm saying? We seen yeah. Michael Vick in his prime, and he didn't even make these type of numbers. Cam Newton is a freak of nature, man. Like this is, and he's a competitor, and then in the, the 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 Panthers are always in it. Although they they have off season, they always in it.
0: Yeah, man. Like honestly, I I picked the Saints to win today, but I was rooting for the, for Cam just because I hate the way the media tries to hate on him. In my opinion, a lot. And try to knock him because like you mentioned, he's not the traditional quarterback who can sit in the pocket and just make accurate throws. He's not the most accurate quarterback, but he makes up for with his athleticism and his speed. And but I thought today for the most part he was accurate for the most part. I mean Greg Olsen was a beneficiary of it today, having about 107 yards, eight receptions, one touchdown. Um, obviously Funches didn't play up to expectations, but he was injured and hobbled and so forth. But so I, I would probably give him a B plus, A minus.
1: Probably, I more, probably lead more to a B plus. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, am not. I'm not mad at that. And check it. He he went against a future Hall of Famer, man. Like he went against Bree. Like he went toe to toe. first and foremost, I hate doing that. I hate when the media does that. Like quarterbacks going against each other, they're not really going about against each other. They're going against the defense. But either way, that's yeah. still a, it's still a, it's still, a, it's, still a, it's still a chess match. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, you scored. Okay, now I'm gonna go on the field and score too. And he came from behind. you know what I mean, and right. he has he doesn't have the same weapons. I mean, close enough, but it's not the same weapons as the Saints do. You know what I mean? Exactly. So exactly, not um, even close. In that, that Saints defense is so energetic. Like he was getting destroyed out there, and he still managed to be, you know, only five points away from, you know, making it. Like you know, he was only five points away, and he was o- almost able to bring that team back to win the game. You know, so
0: I, I honestly thought that he that he had it, that he was gonna pull it off. Honestly, did you do you think that that play was um intentional ground and was correct the correct call?
1: It looked like he was out of the park. Like, he might have been out of the pocket, maybe. It, I was, mean, it, was it, it it's tough. It, it, it's really tough. And the crazy thing is with the NFL rules, man, they 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 I don't even. I don't even think the referees know what the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The referees in the NFL don't know their own rules. I pretty much believe that. So it wasn't intentional, ground. It, it probably was in in within the rules of the of the league. But I mean, some of these things are just you know, it's a it's it, it makes it makes it not fun, man. Sometimes it's not fun, and it sucks. And it sucks to see that he go, you go out that way.
0: Yeah, man, that, that, that was tough. On the flip side, let's talk about Drew Brees a little bit. Um, he let, he let it up two TDs, um, twenty three or thirty three from the field. His his accuracy is crazy. I know Aaron Rodgers is your favorite player on your favorite team, but I I think that Drew Brees behind Aaron Rodgers is the second most accurate quarterback in the league. What do you
1: think about that? What's crazy is I seen the I seen the stat today on Fox and they were talking about how he hold, he holds at three separate seasons he had the best all-time um completion percentage in the league. And what what kills me is I as much I in and people, I mean, I know you're gonna have a lot of patriot listeners, and that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they love they love Tom Brady, and this dope. I, I mean, Tom Brady obviously is the greatest winner. Maybe he's gonna he's gonna hit a lot of milestones because of his longevity. He's one of the greatest winners in all sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. He accompl- he's accomplished something that a lot of quarterbacks can't do. But to, Drew Brees is so he he, he gets he doesn't get much love. He doesn't get any scrutiny for one, and I don't. I find that crazy sometimes, because of how <laughs> his, his greatness. But he doesn't get any love too, because it's like the dude is probably gonna play just as long as Tom Brady, and he's he's more accurate than him, and he's been as successful as a quarterback. Maybe not with his franchises for that yeah. long as Tom Brady has been, but the guy's been great, man. Like, and he's mind you, he's my height, like about you know six feet. And he's dominating the, the the still dominating the league in a, at the highest of levels. So yeah, it's man. Yeah, to man. See, man. Like the guy is really good, and he's and I think he took it took it down a notch this year. That's the craziest part.
0: Exactly, and then over the years, like that the same organization didn't really supply him with the defense that you need um, right. to be successful. But yeah. now, like they're good. They're not necessarily elite now, but they're good enough. And then and then he just lightened it up on offense. So. Yeah, it's they good. got
1: they got younger in certain positions where they could actually you know kind of save money to keep him on the team, but they they've gotten younger in which those guys they up their play because they know the importance of what who they have at at quarterback. You know that I think that happens in m- many organizations, especially out here in New England. Green Bay yep. unfortunately doesn't have that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you see it. You saw it in San Diego this year. Those young guys <laughs> they see that their quarterback that their, their that time frame is shortening so it's time for us to step up as a team and you know we need to get where we need to get to be successful so they're not missing out on their prime their end of their prime years you know yeah man yo so wait a minute so when um who was your pick to go when when the NFC I mean I mean beginning of the season obviously I picked my packers you know what i'm saying okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> along the way, once Rodgers got hurt, you know, I saw, you know, teams like Seattle was Seattle was starting to pick it up a little bit and then they faltered. I had picked them at one point when Wentz was healthy. I picked, I thought of Philly, but right now my personal opinion, it's right now it's the Falcons. I think they have, they're in a redemption path right now. They, they're thinking about that 28 three heavy right now, you know, it, it, it must it's the, I, it, I mean, if I was a Falcon fan, I'd be hurt still. You know, there's nothing that could, you know, make you feel any better about that. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I think the Falcons have what it takes to. I think they'll beat the Eagles. You know, I don't believe everybody's gassing up Foles, thinking he's a shit, or whatever, like because he's a great backup quarterback. How, how, how is how's that great to be a great backup <laughs> exactly. quarterback? I don't get how that works. He's you a backup for a reason. You're just not good because- his <laughs> book makes no sense so they're gonna go against the (laughs) they're gonna go against the eagles and matter of fact atlanta is so much more experienced i don't see the eagles beating them you know what i'm saying so i see atlanta going far and they're most likely going to play the saints in the in the in the nfc championship and they can beat the saints so i picked them yeah man i have i have i had the rams i had the rams and pages in the super bowl then that just saw
0: went out the window um last night what do you think – no, I think – I blame it on their loss and experience was the biggest um, takeaway I got from that game.
1: Would you, would you say the same? With about the Rams? Yeah. Yeah, so their inexperience definitely showed um, in that game. Like, when I was watching, I was just – I, I was not shocked, but I knew uh, – but I was like, this shows – that shows where the coach himself is kind of young. Because he Me, may have not 31 uh, years. Youngest coach, and I, I feel I feel crazy. I feel I, I feel like I haven't accomplished much because I'm almost I'm about to be 31, and he's over there in in La La Land, you know, coaching the team, and that's that's dope. But like you could tell, kind kind of kind of tell, like the coach is kind of young because you could tell it was Wade Phillips who kind of gets that team up because he's the <laughs> old guy, and that's why he wanted him there because he can't really. Relate to some of those guys. They're either his age, a little older, or just a little bit younger. And then the other there's players on the team he should have held accountable, like Cooper. He muffed the punt.
0: Oh, so team blunders. Yes.
1: Yeah. He he, he muffed the punt and he freaking fumbled the punt. If that was Bill Belichick, if that was you know you know uh, you name it, any veteran coach in the league. They're going to replace him, even though that's your best threat in the special team. Special teams and defense is what wins you games in the playoffs. You should get that kid out of there. He, he, almost, he, he almost cost them the game. Well, he probably did cost them the game in one way or another, but he almost cost them the game ultimately a couple of times. So, And then not only that, you're taking the ball out of the end zone when you're deep in the end zone, a kickoff return. Dude, I know you're a pro bowler, all pro. You know, settle down. You know, but that's the thing. The stage is kind of too big for some guys. Like golf started off slow, girly started oh off slow. You golf, know what
0: I'm saying? Pedestrian. I mean, yeah. a golf yeah. one touchdown for 259 yards, 24 45 from the Yeah, it wasn't really great. Yeah, and, it wasn't
1: crazy. And in most of those yards, he was lining them up at the end of the game, towards the end of the game, because the um because the Atlanta was giving him them, them yards. They were giving yeah. the ben, ben Ben don't break, and Gurley was getting his yards because of the, you know the no huddle situation. They were just running up the gut, but he was he didn't look good in the passing game. You know what I mean? So it's like,
0: yeah, Gurley was yeah. real high. He, he he had to have a big game for them to win. Yeah. Also, Sammy Watkins didn't do anything. Only had one reception.
1: Man, we nobody believes in no damn Sammy Watkins. That's for sure, <laughs> <laughs> and you know. <laughs> You can tell that coaches that that coaching staff and that quarterback don't believe in him. They he's throwing it to Cup. He's throwing it to Woods because Woods was on his shit that whole game. I mean, he made some. He had two bad penalties though that cost yeah. that probably cost him that drive. But Woods Woods is the real deal for when it comes when it comes out there with that team and um, with Goff's, like progression and stuff. So. We're gonna, we'll see. I think they'll be back next year, you know. They'll be a, yeah. they'll be a better team, more experienced.
0: All right, man. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what we have for today, man. I really appreciate it. Yo, Larry, where they can find you at on social media as well as the podcast, the Chronicles podcast.
1: Yeah, man, you'll find me on Twitter, underscore, D-E-S-P-A-I-N, underscore, that's the Spain. On Twitter, you'll find my podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes. If you got the Android, we're on Google Play too. You can find us on there. It's the Chronicles, C H R O N dot I dot C L E S. Holla at us. Thank you, E-Man, for having me on. And I hopefully I could get back on and we could politic about sports again, man.
0: Oh, no problem. Definitely. I got definitely going to have you on in the near future. It's definitely leading up to Super Bowl. Hopefully we can do something for the Super Bowl and so forth. Um, all right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man yeah all right, peace did you like this episode? Well of course you did. With that being said, be sure to favorite this station right here in the anchor app. Also be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sports shop Talk and you can like us on Facebook as well. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter too at Mr. Vincent 13. Well, that's all the
1: time we have for now till next time.